3: a feminist that works for a non-profit that is a hunter that has only eaten wild game for the last 20 years is likely not the thing that people think about when it comes to a hunter.
4: <laughs>
3: let's let's hope that that's, this is uh, Cody's first brown liquid of the evening. Otherwise, this conversation is going downhill fast. Wow.
0: It is my first. I'm, I'm in a uh, mature state of mind so far. It, it how, depends on how long we go, but right now I'm all right. Cable, your first
3: tonight?
1: I've had uh, maybe one beer before. Yep. <laughs>
4: my first brown
1: my first drink. I went to the gym and played a little basketball.
3: You know, I got my cardio in for the day. I'm not going to apologize for it. You, are, um, you, you aren't too old to play pickup games of basketball? I'm playing with high school kids. It keeps me young. Man, I just, I can see an ankle break, and hamstring tear, oh, groin yeah. pull. Oof, no. Not I forget uh, that. almost
1: missed my second safari because I thought I tore my knee up doing that stupid stuff. But it was luckily just a little scare.
3: And you would have thought you would have learned your lesson. But clearly, no. <laughs>
4: <Yeah.
3: clears throat> yes, Indeed. Well, Cable Smith, welcome to the Blood Origins Roundup, my man. Uh, it's been a long time coming, and we appreciate um, you coming on. Uh, Cody definitely needs some help uh, on the Roundup, so we're glad you're here.
1: Well, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you guys for having me. Nice to meet you, Cody.
3: Yeah, you
0: too. And, and uh, don't listen to him, really. I don't, I don't need any help. I go on my own here. He's the one that, that uh, every time we get into a debate, Try to correct me, Robbie. Every time we get into a debate, Robbie's the <laughs> Try out.
3: to correct me.
0: <laughs> Rob, Robbie's the out one. He's the one that, he's the one that it's too, it, when we have a guest on, it's always me and the guest versus Robbie. So.
3: <laughs> hey, it All may right, be well. the same today. It may be the we'll, same today. We'll try you not to know. be too rough on him. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I've, uh, my, um, my star signs are cancer, Cody. And, uh, Cancers are rough on the outside, but soft on the inside. So you just got to, you know, be sensitive with me. Cable, do you know your star sign and what it means about
0: you personally?
1: Are we talking about like, I mean, I know I'm a Leo, but that's, that's where it ends right there.
0: As does every other person with testicles
4: <laughs> on the planet.
1: Right. Uh, I, we, we used to, uh, I mean, I, I took astronomy in, in high school. It was, and we had to do these. Quarterly, like we call it, it was called stargazing, and you had to go out with telescope and look at the the constellations and the planets, and really enjoyed it. But we always just got really high, and we call it star blazing.
4: So, yeah, <laughs> right,
1: right. I think my teacher was high too, though. It, to be honest, I mean, I, I think she knew that we smelled like weed, and I'm pretty sure she smelled like weed too. So, but I don't do that. Any, well, I don't do that anymore. That was a long right, time ago.
0: Right, right. Either way, that's fine. It's just I just wanted to make sure that you hadn't studied what uh being a leo meant for your uh feminine and masculine side of life as much oh as gosh. Dr Kroger has
3: no, I'm good on that. <clears throat> what a way to start is creep what a ways to start well uh cable for those people who don't know who you are, do you want to just give a quick rundown of of who you are and what you do
1: uh yeah, sure um I've been hosting a uh, hunting and fishing uh, conservation. It started out as a radio show. That that was before podcasts existed. Uh, And then by by default, it's turned into a podcast because, you know, people started like listening to conversations, um, which is great. And here we are. Uh, But, yeah, I've been doing that about 14 years full time. I got a degree in radio, TV, film, and wanted to be a – I didn't really want to do like sports play-by-play. I don't want to just talk about sports for a living. Turns out everybody wants to do that, and it's very competitive. And my first job in radio, my boss was like, "Hey, you got to host. You have to host a weekly hunting and fishing talk show," and I just fell in love with that. And uh, I kind of took that and ran with it, and just never looked back. And uh, I got laid off when the the recession of was Obama's first term. I think it was like two thousand eight, two thousand nine, and. i mean i was making peanuts like they don't pay you jack crap and i was in Texarkana, texas Mm on. like i was like i'll do whatever i can to get on the air right i want to this is my dream and thankfully god was like here's this outdoor show i'm gonna put in your lap and that lasted about 10 months and then i got laid off um recession hit and he was like i can't afford to pay you and so i moved back to north texas and kind of look at my wife like what are we gonna do now and so I really like that outdoor show. So I'm going to just see if I can make a living talking about what I'm really passion, passionate about at this point is hunting, fishing, conservation. Um, and the people in the industry were really what drew me to it because everyone's so approachable. And, you know, I don't think it's like professional athletes. Some There's tons of great professional athletes, but there's a lot of dickheads, too. And I didn't really find as many dickheads in the outdoor industry. It was like, do you want to talk about hunting and fishing? Cool. Yeah, here, call me at this time and we'll do an interview. And uh, That's that's kind of the, the genesis of, of how this song got started for me.
3: Cable, do you think based on, you know, the way that you started, you think, maybe this is a general question, I'd love to hear Cody's thoughts to this as well. What are your thoughts to the ego component of hunting and hunters? Because obviously... You know, being invited to be on a podcast, I'll speak for myself four years ago when you're like, hey, come on my podcast. I was like, holy shit. You know, that, you know, from a, a little bit of an ego boost perspective, you're like, oh, yeah, somebody wants to talk about me. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts there?
1: You're asking me at the wrong time because I just got banned off Instagram. And uh, I have, it's, it'll be three weeks on Saturday. I was sitting in the duck line last weekend of the season and Saturday morning I go to just take a picture of the sunset, I mean sunrise, and uh, just going to post it on there and say, hey, good morning, everybody. Hope you all are enjoying the last weekend of duck season and my page is just gone.
4: And, and
1: nothing I ever did violated their their actual community guidelines. I've saved every violation I've ever had as a screenshot. And it's stuff like here's a picture of a deer and it's at a feeder and I said, hey, I, I think I'm going to shoot this deer or I'm going to let my son shoot it. I just don't know if it's 13 inches wide or not. Deleted. Violation for promoting crime and coordinating harm. Strike on your account. And I have about five or six of those where I don't know if it was the language that I used, but there were other things like in my stories. Like it, so it wasn't a bot. It was either people reporting me or mm-hmm. someone at Facebook had it out for me. And like, screw this guy. I noticed that my, my impressions, my engagement around the 2020 election started going into the shitter, like 145,000 followers. I had that for the last two years, like never grew before that I was growing exponentially and it just stopped. And then I started getting these violations and then my account was just gone. So back to your question, ego, man, I have not put out a call to action yet. I have not asked for favors because I'm still trying to get that account back. But I'm not getting the vibe that the outdoor industry in this community gives a shit. And so that has really it's been eye opening. Mm-hmm. Because if it was me, if you, Robbie, or you, Cody, mm-hmm. got deleted off social media and I know what you stand for and I know who you are, and I know that you didn't go on these platforms and say something racist or something stupid that you deserve to get kicked off for, mm-hmm. then I would say, How do we support this person mm-hmm. in whatever capacity it is? To get them back on their feet. Well, I mean, I I haven't experienced that yet. Mm. Like I said, I haven't put, I haven't asked for the favors. I'm the, it might come to that, mm-hmm. but I'm get, not getting the vibe that people are like, oh yeah. I'm getting the vibe that hey, it sucks for cable, but at least I still have my page, and I don't mm-hmm. want to uh, jeopardize what I have by supporting him. Okay, mm-hmm. that's great. Well, guess what? This shit only flows down the creek one direction, and it's going to mm-hmm. end up in all of our laps as hunters and as conservationists and gun owners too. I'll throw them into the equation. It's only going one way. And if you don't think that, yeah, it might be the the first domino to fall, it's going to affect all of us. Mm-hmm. And so what's been eye-opening is we don't have a plan. We, don't, we really just don't have a plan. It's every man for himself. And that's, mm-hmm. that's been eye-opening. And I hope that I'm wrong, but that's the vibe I'm getting. So... About ego, I think uh, what I'm seeing right now is that everyone's ego is a little inflated. And I'm mm-hmm. hoping that we can all say, what is our plan going forward? Because what, what is – you you know the answer to this question. I, what percentage of the U.S. population, hunts? is it like 6 8%? What is it? Uh,
3: 4.4, something like that.
1: Okay. That's a lot of people if that they're, if they're just going to kick off Instagram. If, if 4% of the people said, no, F you – we're going to go support this guy's new page or whatever it is that we have to do. Maybe there should be a page that just says, these people got censored this week. Everyone go follow. I don't know what the answer is. I'm kind of at like ground zero. Like what is, what is our plan here? We don't, mm-hmm. have them, so. mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know what the, what the answer is, but I'm, you know, I'm reaching out to sponsors. Hey, the problem that I'm experiencing is like, I can't even get Instagram to respond. I've it every day never heard a word back from
3: them and
1: the people that facebook reached too? To, well oh, but it's the same it's the same thing you're you're talking to the same people facebook but your
3: page has gone them. on facebook too no
1: no i still have i still have a facebook page but every time i go to it i get this warning that says you're at jeopardy losing your page mm-hmm. so that's the first thing i see and i'm like why well, how do i appeal these things Well, you can to them but then just like the picture of the deer at the, uh, at the feeder i feel that and guess what Boom, our decisions final it's a deer and a feeder dude there wasn't any anything illegal i wasn't promoting crime or harm and half the shit that i posted was were things that ended up on other people's pages and they didn't get their shit deleted they didn't Mm -hmm. get their Mm post censored so i don't know dude Mm -hmm.
4: I, i think
0: the answer to the social media thing um is gonna have to like it's gonna have to be another platform, right like i mean i i don't I love go wild um you know, they definitely don't have the engagement um it it's hard go wild is not a replacement because of the activity right because or because mm-hmm. of the traffic there's just there's just not as many people over there there's there's a new video service called Rumble that's kind of a right leaning I think I don't know for sure, but you know, trying to be a more open YouTube, I think that's the only answer to it, right? Like a long, long-term answer. I'm not disagreeing with you that we should stick together and try to help those that that we're in line with. Um, as, but but I do think the only answer to hunting, shooting, um, really anything, any anything that's outside of the middle. And honestly, to either side, not being persecuted by social media is someone having an actual open platform. And we all know, you know, that that's just going to piss a whole bunch of people off. So somebody has the balls, hopefully somebody has the balls to do it. As far yeah. as ego, I think, you know, I lean towards and here I sit on a podcast, I'm I'm putting out the caveat that I realize that I'm on a podcast that is part of a job. In the hunting industry, right? Like so, this is a, this is a commercial thing in a, in a way. We're, we're a nonprofit, so we have a little bit of a, you know, a shield from commercialism, but not not really. This is this is a commercial thing that we're doing in the hunting industry, and those of us who are involved in it in an industry sense. Which which all th- all three of us on this podcast are, it has something to do with money, our hunting media that we produce um there's always going to be egos there right there's there's always going to be a quest for attention um there's always gonna be someone worried about. You know me sitting here worried about if somebody's listening to cable's podcast, they're not listening to ours right those kind of those kind of things are are human nature, and it just depends on you know the maturity of and a heart of a person as to how you handle it i'm I'm with you a hundred percent that we i i know I know that your situation right now cable, okay, well, you're right in the middle of dealing with a frustrating thing and I agree with you, it's frustrating as hell. And if I knew a way to help you, um, I, would, I would do it.
1: But oh, if I came to you and said, hey, uh, uh, Blood Origins, will you just post, uh, just, hey, this our, our friend Cable got deleted. And it wasn't because he did anything wrong. It's because they're persecuting hunting and conservation and, and really, and truth-seeking, right? Then I, you guys would do it, right? I, I don't have any doubt. We're friends. You would probably do it. Where's the rest of the industry on that? Like,
0: that's the, that's the problem to me. They're just, I, they're, they're just, uh, that, that was kind of, they're, they're just, they're, they're human beings who look at this as their livelihood. And anytime, you, anytime in any group of people, not hunters, we can be talking about, we can be talking about knife maker, we can be talking about car, anything. You take 100 people who are all in the same industry, and X percentage of them are not going to be willing to help someone else that's in that industry because they look at it as a competitive thing. I'm, I'm not, I'm not defending it. I'm not saying it's right. right in any way. I'm just telling you that's what's going on or they don't think they have time or, you know, some of them, honestly, just like us probably remember something that you said that they don't like and they're that petty about it, that they hold on to that. There's some of that, right? I mean, the, the same right. thing happens to us. I mean, that, that's honestly, it's just people um, and the hunting industry has is definitely has all types of, of people when you talk about the industry. I will tell you this. I see. Um, I, I haven't been in this game for a super long time where I've really paid attention to to legislation like I have. I mean. I think Robbie and I are probably in the top half of 1% of the world paying attention to hunting legislation around the world. I mean, I'm not, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean I'm good at anything. I'm just saying I spend a lot of time doing it. Um, and I will say that I think in the last eight to 10 weeks, hunting has been under a really, really coordinated attack legislatively. Um, and while that's horrible, it's a bad thing. I do see more cooperation, more coalitioning, more like groups that 11 weeks ago didn't like each other and were verbal about it. Now putting their logo on the same letter next to each other. Um, Some of that kind of a little bit of unity in the fight back um, starting to happen. I'm I'm not trying to... I'm not trying to rainbow sprinkles and unicorn this thing and say it's all yeah. hunky dory. Um, I will say that I, I'm, I'm seeing that happen. You know, people that wh- wh- whatever traditional archery hunters and crossbow hunters are going, Oh shit, maybe we should work together here. Um, and, and solve this thing. Hopefully at some point that leads to a solution to, the censorship that, that, uh, that, uh, you know, we, we see on social media with an account like yours, I I've followed your accounts and have never seen anything that I thought was, you know, I've seen some hunting stuff that I'm like, Oh damn, shouldn't have done. Shouldn't, shouldn't, (laughs) shouldn't have said that Zuckerberg's going to be pissed at you on that one. You know, I've seen those. I didn't see it on your account. Um, it wasn't on your account. And, so hopefully that unity brings together i think the only solution um is a new platform right like we're not going to change their minds we're not going to change instagram's mind on things they're not going to be like oh
1: i'm sorry you guys uh go ahead and post all the hunting stuff you want we were wrong no that's not happening that's why the shit's flowing down the creek and it's coming for all of us
4: Hmm. so you
1: i mean you might be right new platform but going back to what i was saying like If we all just said, well, let's be united in this effort. And and it's not about me. I'm not crying over still. I I knew that this was going to happen. I had these violations stacking up. And even though they were um, erroneous and flimsy at best, like the writing was on the wall. I joked about it. I probably said to Robbie, like, oh, yeah, I'm still on Instagram when we met at SCI," But then like two (laughs) weeks later, I'm not on Instagram anymore. And so you were playing
3: poker until five in the morning.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, you know, and you, Robin's was like, yeah, you look a little rough. And like, oh. He
3: says, do I look rough? I was like, yeah, you look rough. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: you know what? I bet The next day that uh, I got to pay that forward because I, I was visiting with Ike Eastman. And I was like, Ike, you don't look so great. He's like, oh, I was playing crap still four in the morning. <laughs> and I told him what you said to me. And I was like, I guess it's my turn to tell you what the wife, the
4: wife told me. That's right. Yeah. To, to bat
0: back, back to your original question, Robbie, I think that the ego thing is is there, it's real, it's rampant, it's a problem
4: um but to your but again, point it's it it's, you see things
3: changing so What do I see the ego though
1: right
3: No, no, what I'm saying is yes, it's rampant, but to your point, Cody, like egos are slowly starting to fall along the wayside when it comes to issues around hunting. Like you just said, in the last eight to 10 weeks, you've seen some egos drop away.
0: Well, or be paused. Like, I don't know. enough. I I, I don't know if like, you know, we get past the midterms elections and all these, all these people that are trying to get votes from, from, people that love fuzzy animals quit putting all this legislature forward and that goes away. I don't know that we won't go right back to it. I think you have this big influx of hunters. You have the hunting, you have the, the corporate hunting industry, the people that are selling something are making a lot of money right now. Pretty much all of them. Okay. Um, Are making a lot of money right now. There's a lot of sales happening. So there's a lot of people who are trying to get a piece of that whether it's advertisers or it's influencers getting paid for posts or it's guys with TV shows or it's guys with pod us right guys with podcasts and radio shows and because you have an uptick in the commercial market of outdoor goods um you have a lot more people saying look how cool I am and and give me some of the money and I'll be cool with your backpack gun bow arrows quiver everything and and I, what, this is what I want to say, though. Like, it, it's the same argument that I make with with Matt Ranella, and I, I think I think Matt Ranella is spot on, right up until he says everyone, right? Like, that's the real problem that I have. I think there is some egotistical jerks who the things they are doing is hurting hunting very bad on social media. I also think there's just some phenomenal people communicating a very heartfelt and entertaining message that's doing nothing but good. Right. That, the 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 problem is when you take these negative things, even unity, even unity, like, yes, we're unifying more. Yes. We need to get more united, but Holy crap. There's been a whole bunch of us that have been really united across a bunch of boundaries for a long time. Right. right. That, that's what I don't like. It's like, I mean, it's a, it's it's like the definition of the word prejudice right it's like seeing a person and deciding that does a thing and then deciding everyone in that group does that thing um and it's not everyone and it's sure as shit not the millions of hunters out there who are on social media who don't make any money off of it right like just the hunters just the guy that hunts and shows his buddy his trail cam photos um to me those are still the salt of the earth people it's a it's a portion of us who have made it our occupation who are the who are the slimy ones in the bunch it, it, it's not everybody in hunting
1: i'll, I'll say that ha- something that happened uh to me today about the backlash of this, this whole thing of being canceled on Instagram. So I, I had a contract up for renewal from a, from a sponsor, like seven, eight year relationship, a long time. And, um, they came back with, it was just, a, it wasn't, I wasn't asking for a raise. i just said, Hey, this is what we did last year. I'd like to renew it. The same deal. Hope you guys were happy. And I told them in the, in the emails, like also I uh, did get canceled off uh, Instagram. dude They came back to me and this is a perfect example of not supporting what you believe in. They said, well, we would like to give you half of what you got last year with the caveat of we will give you the whole thing if you get your social media page back, your Instagram back. And, and, I, and I slipped on it, and I haven't responded to them yet. And, and, and I talked to my buddy who I host a little more of a political podcast with, and I was like, well, would this piss you off? Like here I am standing up for what's right and what I believe in, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. I'm going to call a spade a spade. There are people in the outdoor industry that won't do that because they are afraid of their bottom line. Well, to me, they're just a bunch of pussies. I'm, I'm just going to call it. I call it like I see it, and maybe to a fault. And it's cost me money, and it's cost me sponsors. But this is a long-term relationship, and they're like, "Yeah, sorry, dude, but uh, we need those impressions." And I was just like, "So, so this is that was like really opened my eyes to where we are." So it's just. We don't care that you're doing the right thing and standing up for what we all believe in, but yeah, sorry, sorry about you, man. It's just it's the, the way that the uh, the cookie crumbles, I guess. Yeah. And that's would saying, you be pissed off about that, or would you be looking for a new sponsor? Like, uh, no, I'm right, was like, I'm right. I'm right. I'm have I would, to fuck off.
0: I would, as as long as as long as as long as I as long as we felt good about it. Yes, I'd be pissed off. Yes, I would be looking for a new sponsor. The only thing I want to say again is that's not a portrait of everyone in the industry.
4: Mm-hmm. It, right. It,
0: right. It, 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 it may be. Hell, it may be a majority. I. I, I don't. I don't know. It, it may be a bunch. It, I, it may be. I want to find out.
4: But, but <laughs>
3: don't you? Don't you feel, Cody? Because you came from a marketing background, that the industry is indoctrinated to the numbers. Like that's what drives it. That's what a marketing guy is built for. Like so. I hate you know playing devil's advocate here. It's if the numbers if the numbers are driving everything, and the numbers aren't there anymore, from a marketing perspective, from a job of a marketer, he's going to go. I'm not going to get the bang for the buck anymore, so I'm not going to give the buck. Oh,
0: a bunch of them, a bunch of marketing people are. But uh, but uh, here's here's the perfect example of my point. And we've seen it too, right? I mean, not, not that we got canceled and had a long-term relationship, but we've seen people that are like, oh, 50,000 Instagram followers? We put our money with 100,000. You know, we, we, we've seen that, right? <laughs> but the, the counter to that is we sent about 25 emails when we thought about having a podcast. And we had the first six months of ad promos sold at 15% above market rate when we had zero downloads. And those were the people that said, we got your back, right? Like those were the people Mm -hmm. that, I mean, the dog and gun coffees out of Australia, right?
3: 100%. Holy crap.
0: Their marketing guy must have loved us. Because why the hell else would you sponsor a podcast that has, absolutely nothing to do with having any downloads whatsoever right like they those those guys came on and took care of us when we had no numbers so that's my point with it's not my my point was we've been turned down by people because we don't have the numbers they want At the same time, when we decided to launch this podcast, we asked about 25 or 30 people to support it. Um, And we had the first six months of promos sold at 10 to 15% above market rate um, when we had zero downloads. Um, So I'm not disagreeing with anything you're saying, Cable, at all. I, I completely agree that there's a lot of egotistical jackasses out there. There's also some really good people who back back people even when the money and numbers don't make sense i think there's probably more i've played this marketing and sales game for 25 years now and more so in this industry than most will people back somebody just that they believe in just that they like um so it's not a
1: i I want to be clear i don't want to come across as like fishing and moaning because i'm not like i no, I, I didn't gotcha. lose like, a lot of sleep over losing, you know, they canceled me. It is what it is. Like I said, I, the writing was on the wall. It wasn't a surprise to me. The surprise is like, really the surprise was we don't really have a plan as a community to stay relevant on the platforms that we have to use today going forward. So I don't Maybe I'm the mm-hmm. guinea pig. I don't, you know, there's plenty of like just hardcore gun pages that have been canceled. I don't know a lot of really just hunting content pages without following. They're just like, gone, you know, like I just don't. Like if there are some, I'd love to know about it Cause I'd like to connect with those people. And if they haven't done something stupid, like, re- like said something really offensive, well, I'd love to connect with those people and see like, what, what do we do? What is our plan? Because like you said, Cody, I think you're, I think you're hundred percent right. Like the plan ultimately is a new platform. But right now, in 2022, we're stuck on this because that's where everyone is. And we don't have a united mm-hmm. front mm-hmm. to say, ah, when they start canceling us, because they're going to keep doing it, it's not going to end with Cable Smith. You guys could be next. And, and you guys deliver the cleanest message out there Like, right? But you you easily, they could be like, oh, we don't like this post. Flag, uh, you know, you're, by, you're in violation. Mm-hmm. Next mm-hmm. week you posted mm-hmm. something else. Ah, very flimsy on, on the premise of this but we're going to say you violated our community standards again and, and now you're gone what do we do going forward to support each other but we I, love, I,
4: I do
0: think we should clo- throw a quick shout out again to go wild Um for sure
4: brad oh and God. those
0: guys love a really cool inter a really cool platform over there i love the user interface um and again the only reason we don't Put more effort into it. Part of it, we just should put more effort into it. I'm admitting that openly. I should be doing that. But sec but it's it's traffic, right? I mean, you know, it's kind of like my my stepsons. One time, wanted to have a have a uh, they collected rocks and they wanted to have a yard sale of rocks. <laughs> we, literally, we, we literally in and so they set up a table in the front yard with a sign and. We live at the end of a two and a half mile road at seven thousand feet. We've gone, we've gone, we've gone six weeks without a car that we didn't own not coming up our driveway. It's literally happened multiple times, and I'm like, guys, we got to find another place for this rock sale because this is not going to work because literally not a single person is going to come by. And that's not the case with Go Wild. I don't want to relate it to no. that. There's good traffic over there, good interactions. Um, I I would, if you're listening to this and you're a hunter, go check out Go Wild. It's a cool app um, and a ton of great stories and uh, pictures over there. It's just, you know, they've got some growing to do before they become a replacement. But I've got more
1: engagement, Cody, on my uh, Go Wild account than I get on my Facebook page. My Facebook page has has 95,000 followers or likes, whatever it is, 95,000 and I get more engagement on go wild than
0: I do on Facebook. So I love go wild. Yeah. Yeah. I I do too. And I think the guys that are paying attention, you know, like the guys that are going and not just scrolling by the picture of the deer or the fish or the, this or that, the guys that are paying attention, I think a lot of them are over there. Um, it's a great platform. That's, that's my plug for go wild. I think Brad and those guys are doing a great thing.
4: Yeah.
3: So, um, We're doing a phenomenal job week after week after week of not hitting articles that we typically are supposed to be hitting in roundups, Uh, but uh, we haven't heard much uh, complaining from the audience yet, Cody, Uh, but it's a good thing we have cable on today because the news cycle is slow, 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 like it's dead. It's almost like a recycling of... The wolf ESA, you know, relisting that's getting recycled everywhere. We've got obviously the black bear fight that's happening on Thursday that happened last Thursday. And because we're recording this on a Wednesday, we do not have the results of the petition for that the Humane Society is bringing against the California Department of Fish and Wildlife. Um, There's not much happening in the news cycle right now. Uh, we have two articles that we sent around. Both were very much like, dare I say, Professor Kroger esque articles. Did you like that? You like that? Professor I know you like Kroger. that, Cody.
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Professor Dr. Kroger.
3: Professor is, uh, yeah, you know, what? You feel free to call me prof- the, the prof from now on, Cody. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Hold hold your breath on that one for me, would you?
1: Boost his ego, Cody. Nah.
0: Hey, hey. Let's talk about the city council oh. in Ohio. I put oh. that link
4: in.
3: There. That is that. Let, let let's get a little lighthearted with things. Wasn't it yeah, in Ohio? I'm going to try and get some audio going. Let's see if Alaska will. Uh... Is there audio tied to this? It's 45 seconds. Here we go. Let me get this going. I'm going to start this again.
2: Additionally, if you open this up to ice fishing, while well, on the surface it sounds good, then what happens next year? Does someone come back and say, I want an ice shanty on Hudson Springs Park for X amount of time? And if you then allow ice fishing with shanties, then that leads to another problem. Everyone? Prostitution. Now you got the police <laughs> Yes.
4: Yes. Just data points to consider. So I'm not in favor of Shanties. <laughs> <laughs>
3: there's like and this and it's not like the audience is like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people in the audience to this guy. Oh my Listen, here's God. the thing
0: here's the thing I have to say about this. This is exactly what popped into my head when I read that. I I watch things like that. And this is just how my brain works. I don't even think it's a conscious thing. I'm trying to place a person's word. I honestly do it on here. Like when you're talking, Robbie, in my brain, I'm trying to think what's the next like how's he where's he going with this? What's he gonna say? There's there's two movies in the world, in the history of movies. I'm a I'm a minor movie buff.
1: If you bring up Grumpy then, old man, I'm gonna I'm gonna flip no, my shit. Well,
0: it's a, quality, it's a quality example, but Usual Suspects, if you haven't seen that, go watch it. When you watch that for the first time, there's no one in the history of the world that watched that movie and and saw the twist coming. Okay, no one. You're lying if you say you did. Same thing with Fight Club, right. in my opinion. No one knew in Fight Club what was going on there. And literally no one that has watched that city council meeting knew that prostitution was the next word coming out of that dude's mouth. No one but him. He was the only person in the world that that thinks that it was a, it's like a city lake in Ohio, but they're arguing over whether or not ice fishing should be allowed. And he's taken this two steps further to, they can't have ice fishing because it will lead to a prostitution ring. And it may be the greatest piece of outdoor-related media ever produced right there. Side note, the city councilman has now resigned. He has resigned from the backlash.
1: You know what it made me think of? Grumpy old men. Burgess, Yeah. I ate a pound of bacon a day, and I drank a six-pack of Schlitz. And I'm 95 years old. It ain't killed me yet. And this dude's drinking shitty beer. Sitting around in a shanty with a space heater, hoping that they catch the big muskie. It
2: isn't. Or situation.
4: they're going there to get away from women. <laughs> yeah, they yeah, There's nothing to do with them there. <laughs> you don't,
0: you don't think in grumpy old men that there were they. They cut out the scene where the pimps knocked on the door right. of the shanty to try and hook them up.
1: That's insane.
0: I threw that in to get a little lighthearted conversation going. It's uh. It 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 just needed to be talked about in my Love opinion. Because yeah. and my main point is no one in the world thought the next word out of that dude's mouth was including the guy next to him. If you watch <laughs> the video, the guy next to him snaps his neck over and look at him like,
3: what the uh hilarious, absolutely hilarious. Uh as a side note, Cody, have you been ice fishing before? I have.
4: I have. I'm actually uh I've made now.
0: Okay, so I have this terrible trait where, if I'm going to make a purchase, that's not a replacement purchase. Okay, meaning, I mean,
3: if I okay, tear hold, home on, hold on, my work I time just time. go. Those in the audience that are new to the roundup, when Cody starts like on a on a rant like this, just hold on to your seats because things. It's like the prostitution Twitter. You have no idea where it's going to end up. Right.
4: right. No. No. This is it. This is quite like that because kind of,
0: I have this horrible trait. If I'm buying something new, I overthink the shit out of it. Like guns is the perfect example. I, when I buy a gun, it's not a replacement gun. I will look at a gun, stare at a gun, visit the store eight times, and overthink the hell out of it. I'm Walk out with a
3: Right No, no, I do not. I do not own a six-five Creedmoor. I do. It's a phenomenal guy. I just yeah. it's a phenomenally active I do,
1: guy. but I yeah. like I like making fun of it.
0: <laughs> You're very much a six-five Creedmoor guy, though, Robbie. That's two seventy, two
4: seventy.
0: I'm in that process right now with an with a shanty, with a prefab uh, cloth shanty that I'm about an hour in two different directions from great ice fishing lakes. And I have done it before. I don't know what I'm doing, um, but I'm contemplating getting into it. I'm about 50 Cabela's points short on my credit card of the shanty I want. And that's my justification is if I, if I come home with a shanty and I can tell Avery it didn't really cost us anything because I use club points to get it. But that, the horns that
1: would, they come with it are not free.
0: Right, yeah. Now I've gotta keep my wife off of Twitter so she doesn't see that because she thinks that's why I wanna go ice fishing. <laughs> oh shit. Hey Robbie, have you ever I, been ice
1: fishing? I have never I've been never
3: fishing. been ice fishing, though this South African ass does not enjoy the cold. So the idea of sitting in a shack on ice or even on the on like this frigid ice sheet with the wind howling and you've got this tiny little rod. That and I've seen those little like circular things that say you can determine where the fish are. I'm like, I have no idea what that even means. So, hey, my boys that I went with, I went with
0: some guys in Michigan one time, and about 30 minutes in, we were in t-shirts, shorts, and flip flops. How? Flip-flops. How is oh that possible? God. Oh, the the shanty. They got a stove in the shanty. It's How is hotter the ice It's like
1: 75 degrees? I'm thinking the same thing. Like we're falling through here. It's
3: but it makes like a mess if it's hot like that it's just water everywhere and ice is melting everywhere no it's not no the shanty has a floor the shanty has an
0: elevated floor in it that you're on no you're you're no it's you're comfortable in there and then and then about an hour and a half in you're just drunker in blue blazes it's way more of a way more of a drinking thing than it is or that trip was than a fishing thing. I've only done it one time without a shanty and that's just that's not good. I mean, I that's know. really cool. no But but you get the right shanty and you get a little heater going in there and you All got right, a can cooler do that. and you got I can some do that. Snacks. I can
3: do that. Anyone out there, any blood origins family members, uh take a South African and it sounds like a North Texan uh ice fishing uh would be up for it.
4: Sign me up. I'll try everything
1: at least
3: once. You went up, didn't you? Go hmm. up and um, frickin' trap a lynx in and hunt yeah. wolves I, in BC. I uh, yeah,
1: that that people ask me. So I get there's probably two questions that I get more than anything else. Number one, can you can you find me a deer lease? That's the first one. <laughs> You got any leads on a dealer? list? I'm like, uh, actually, I'm looking for a deer deal- lease for myself. So yeah, No, I can't find you a deer Look on Craigslist. Look on Facebook. That's the best advice I can give you. Uh, but the other thing is, what is the, the, your most favorite trip you've ever been on? And it's kind of a tie. Like the first time I went to Africa, I mean, that was…
3: And you went to John X, I mean, right? First like, time you oh, went to Africa was John X?
1: Yeah. Eastern Cape, yeah, yeah. South Africa. And I've been subsequently five times with them going back this summer. Uh, want to go every year it's, it's in my blood Love Africa.
4: are you going back to
0: are you going back to john x this summer yes
1: i'm going back again we're gonna do some different uh july uh july 25th i think yeah
0: i'll be right there, there i'll be there in september oh with john x yeah i'll be my second time with john X. Ah, dude that's
3: awesome yeah carly's yeah. a, so carl, a big who, fan of blood origins and a huge supporter of us. so do you hunt with carl yeah, literally, Carl.
0: The first time I went, Carl was actually my PH. Yeah, which meant you know, w- was uh, you know, as the as the owner, we checked some windmills and we herded a bunch of heard a bunch of water buck one time that were in the wrong place. We moved them, and I mean, you know, so we did a little bit of farm chore and too, but no, absolutely zero complaints. It was i uh, I'm going back. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I no.
1: So complaints. a little and Carl. I don't, if Carl listens to this, he'll forgive me. But so Carl's very professional. The first time you hunt with him, and then he kind of gets to know you and he feels you, feels out your personality. And the the third safari I was on with him, we were hunting a black springbok. and these things were running around this property like we could not get within 500 yards. We would we, we and we were on foot. I mean, we were like spotting and stalking, using drainages and, and and elevation to try to get close enough. Finally, somehow. I think the tracker like was in the truck and like pushed them towards us, and the damn things from a thousand yards away start running towards us. He's like, "Okay, he's, he's four hundred yards away. You see the right? You see the one I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay, okay. He stops broadside. I shoot, and I miss. He He threw his hat on the ground. And goes.
4: GD Cable. You see and you tease. Like you fucking missed him.
1: <laughs> so I was like, I guess we've uh, passed the professional threshold here now we're just friends <laughs>
3: was it was it carly or was it clayton who like told you you missed that was it the heart beast on the side of the mountain and then it tipped go? no that was, was carl. it carl
4: yeah
1: and carl. he said you bloody yeah. missed
3: and then three seconds later the heart abuse tips over and he's like oh yeah. he goes well he, he says uh well
1: over him you've shot well over him and i was like i feel I felt good about it he's like oh i'm sorry mate he's dead he's dead but the, I think when the bullet, to his in his defense, he's looking through his spine When the bullet impacted the heart, he, I think it split, it fragmented, and it shot one like way behind him. And he was like, "I think he was trying to be nice." He was like, "That might be the worst shot I've ever seen." Basically, what Yeah, I remember it. seeing that. Video, I remember watching. I watched terrible, that video, so. and
3: it does look like you shot like way over his back.
1: Yeah, and then there he just he falls over dead. Uh, but yeah, so I get I get the. Uh, the, can you get me a deer lease? What's your favorite hunt? So South Africa awesome. But that British Columbia trip, Robbie, insane. It, it, that's a once-in-a-lifetime trip. I, I, I went on that trap line with those guys. and We caught three links. We caught uh, a wolf. I shot at a wolf and missed um, out on the ice, like probably where you'd be going ice fishing, except we were hunting wolves on a snowmobile. Uh, we caught three or four coyotes, we caught fishers, martins. The thing that they were most excited about, though, was a wolverine because they don't catch a lot of those. And we got we got a wolverine on that. Mm. Trip. So that trip, I learned so much about trapping in that way of life, and fully immersed myself in it for a week. And they let me reset the snares and set the leg holes. And when I came back to Texas, I had a I had a 20 acre place I could trap on. Caught my first coyote in a leg hole do everything it was just because of what Mm -hmm. I wanted there and then of course they were doing it in the snow we're doing it in uh, you know dry dirt but that that was uh, one of the coolest trips and the only reason I went is because I wanted to get a wolf because much like you guys I don't hate wolves we don't hate wolves we love wolves wolves are so cool and it's preaching to the choir but they've got to be managed just like any other species and so I was like I want to get a wolf because I want to be invested in this fight where can I get a wolf well, okay, I'm looking at outfits in Montana and Idaho, and they're like, 20% that you'll see a wolf in a week if you come with us. Not not kill it, but see it. I'm like, I don't know. I don't want to do- if I'm spending time away from the family, where can I actually get a wolf? And they were like, 80% success rate of us catching or you shooting a wolf. And I was like, boom, I'm doing it. And that's, there's a lot of perks in this industry of, of getting to hunt for free or getting to hunt at a severely discounted rate. I paid full price for that for that experience i would do it again in a heartbeat and it wasn't mm-hmm. cheap mm-hmm. Uh, but highly
3: recommend that awesome awesome cool well we're we're big fans of obviously john x again um and anybody who's interested in going to africa uh please please check out john x just type it in john literally the name and then x safaris you can check them out five star operation great hunting great introduction to an African experience. I have yet to be there. We did fund a project with John X, a soccer field that you've actually put foot on, right, Cable?
1: Oh, my gosh, dude. So cool. That is so cool. I've gone on mission trips to Brazil and, and kind of experienced the same thing on a different continent in the middle of the Amazon rainforest to do it in Africa and take the kid buffalo that I shot and donate it to me to that school and play on a soccer field that that hunters funded through their own generosity, it's validation. Why are we doing what we're doing? Okay, well, well, here's a glimpse as to, this is the right thing to do. And especially in a third world country, when you see them reap the benefits of what hunting brings back into their local economy. And just the smile, just the biggest thing was the smile on the kids' face, mm-hmm. dude. Like, Carl t- Carl explained it best. He said, the kids didn't want to come to school. We put in a soccer field. We put in basketball rules. We put in water so they didn't have to go to the river to get their water anymore. Said,
4: the teachers can't keep the kids out of school. Now they want to come mm-hmm. every day. It's awesome. It's wonderful. Yeah, it was, it was cool as
0: heck. And I, the thing about John X to me is – I can I I can tell you and assure you, I think there's a lot of people, because it was me before I went to Africa that have misconceptions and uh fears. I I don't mean like you're scared. I mean like this is gonna get all screwed up, right? Like it's gonna be a catastrophe. And uh I know there there's there's many other operations that we're now familiar with, but guaranteed You reach out to John X and all those fear Carl just takes care of everything, right? You know, and not, it's not, it's not as damn expensive as you think it's going to be. It's it's a chunk. There's there's no doubt, and you got to get over there, and that's a chunk of money too. But nothing, all of these things that I'd said in my brain for 42 years to not go to Africa were all. Wrong. None of them were true about my experience with John X. Like, how many horrible taxidermy stories have you had? Yeah, have, have you heard? Right? Like, that's that, when you when you say to someone, "Oh, Africa's not that expensive." They're like, "Yeah, but they'll," you know, "on the taxidermy," and they just don't. Right? They're just like splitting image that, that that I went through is just like good people who take pride in their work and run a great business and made everything super easy. And honestly, it was more affordable than the taxidermist I use here in the United States. Don't take that wrong, buddy.
1: Doug's a but, good dude, for sure.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, just good people, right? And it almost makes you feel like uh, you get over there. And honestly, I was like a little bit embarrassed. Like I was this dumbass American that thought that everyone over there was going to, I don't know, like try to steal my wallet or kill me. How stupid was that? Just
4: I never had phenomenal. that thought,
1: Cody, but when you went there... Did you think, and, and I had this really faulty premonition of what Africa was going to be like, like driving around and jumping off the truck and shooting stuff on flat ground, like in the Sahara or the plains. Been on the Eastern Cape, there's so much elevation change and different types of topography and different entire regions of
4: vegetation that's completely different. I was amazed yeah, by on, that.
0: Just on John X, you've got... West Texas, Kansas, and the foothills of the Rockies just on their ranch.
1: It's so crazy. You know,
0: and uh, no, we, we hunted, I mean, there was a, we did a Gimsbuck hunt that I'd stack against just about any public land elk hunt in the United States. I mean, you know, it wasn't days of hiking in, but the terrain was just as nasty and we worked just, I mean... Yeah. Every misconception that I had, which I didn't really think a lot about it. I was just like, yeah, that's not something I want to do. And I was dead ass wrong. Yeah. The the, the most. The, Hemingway has a quote that I can't do verbatim, but it's something about, you know, as soon as you land in Africa, your first thought is, when can I come back to Africa? Mm-hmm. And that was that was. uh exactly how it was for me we got we drove into the ranch and there's freaking giraffes standing in the road and i'm like holy shit giraffes are real in the wild and <laughs> that's brilliant and and then you know it, it uh anyway enough about that not on the list back no, the we're list. way
3: past the list at this stage we are hitting abutting one hour right now so uh we have two more articles and as they said professor kroger type articles they'll put people to sleep so i'm glad we had some Entertaining conversations with, with cable and and Cody got on a couple of soapboxes today, without much whiskey. Impressive, Cody.
4: I like it.
0: Here's a here's another shout out to this is someone that's not a sponsor of the podcast.
3: I've found a no, new you favorite. You can't you can't go away yes. from your black okay. your, your BlackBerry dog whiskey. Come on. Oh, because Bird Dog Blackberry. I'm a Bird Dog, bird dog. I'm, a bird dog
1: child, so I'm interested to hear where we're going Bird Dog
3: Blackberry. You, you're not, you're is, not cheating on Bird Dog Blackberry, are you? I am.
0: I am. With a Colorado distillery called uh, Peach Street Distillery in Palisade, Colorado. This is agave. Especial. Oh, that's right. You're, in,
3: you're sipping tequila now. Oh, sorry. Agave. They can, agave. The, uh-huh. Sipping
0: agave. Right. It's not out of Sonora, Mexico, so we can't call it tequila, but that's kind of what it is, folks. <laughs> but if you have a chance, if if you have a chance, and I mean, it is the ultimate sipping tequila that I've. It's kind of sweet. I like sweet things. Um. Anyway, Peach Street Distillery. Check them out. Great bunch of people up there. And uh, if you guys ever end up listening to one is of he these, I like out sh- right now.
1: Did you see what he was doing there, Robbie? I thought nah, he was gonna fall asleep. I think I maybe, had he is. might have one mm-hmm. of those
3: teach, whatever it is. Well, Cable, we appreciate you, my friend. Um we very much appreciate you coming on and uh we hope you get your account back, my man. Um and if we can
1: Hey, if I don't, it's no big deal. It is the end of the world. So but I appreciate that. And uh I wanna say I, I appreciate everything you guys do. To me, it's it's criminal that you guys don't have more of a following than you do. And it's not that you don't have a good imprint, but everybody should be following blood origins. Because y'all are doing the Lord's work when it comes to telling the conservation story in in a perspective I think that even that that non-hunters can relate to. And I think that's so important as we try to bridge that gap of because we we all know like the non-hunters are always going to be the anti-hunters are always going to be anti-hunters, there's no conversation to be had mm-hmm. right? But it's the non-hunters, the people that are like curious, like, well, you know, I, I don't hunt myself, but, uh, but I saw this blood origins thing and kind of made me think, Hey, these hunters are really, they're not these bloodthirsty rednecks that we we've all made them out to be. So thank you guys for everything that you do, because it's, uh, it's, your work is, is, it doesn't
3: get appreciated enough and that's a shame. Well, we appreciate that. We Cody and I were talking about that the other day and um you know, we, we consider ourselves uh you know, we're very persistent in what we do. And we just inch up the mountainside. That's all we do. We're just sneaky. We're just you know if you look back on us when you first started watching us and started engaging with us, we had like eight thousand followers, nine thousand followers. We're at fifty four now. Uh, should we be at one hundred and fifty-four? Sure, but you know we're just inching, inching. We'll get there. We'll get there.
4: Well,
3: I think we've been a, I think we've been a, a, a part,
0: a contributing factor to this new kind of coalition yeah. unity thing that I'm seeing happen too. That's the thing that, if I mean it, it's it's qualitative and not quantitative. We can't ever like make a a bar chart that shows or a bar graph that shows it. But I think we've been a part of this. Let's get together, even with all of our differences, when some dipshit thinks they're going to outlaw all cat hunting in Colorado, including lynxes, which are already completely illegal to hunt. Um, can we all band together? And the, the list of logos that was on, and it's not just us, I'm not taking that kind of credit, but I think we've been a part of that of, you know, we can put this aside and we can still have our fun and we can still have heated arguments, right. About things, we can still do that. But when it comes time to it, that the forces that be are straight out attacking us, um, We've proven, right, that Robbie put out on our Instagram a really cool graphic with these green check marks of um, five in a row now in the last, like, four weeks of legislative things that, not that Blood Origins defeated, but that we were a part of the unification of people who are not the same people, right? Like, the, the, the hardcore way over here politically guys versus the hardcore over here politically guys but we're all hunters and they, and they came together to kick this thing right in the ass and it's a damn cool thing when sponsors of bills start dropping off the bills that's that means we did something right there absolutely absolutely
1: you guys keep on rocking man i'm a huge fan
3: yellow man cable um cody no admin today Oh, should we do a little bit of admin i know daryl said you do it at the end that everybody can go go buy yeah. some t-shirts go sign up for amazon.com smile.amazon.com give us a couple of cents uh we've got some cool t-shirts if anybody's from the UK right now we've got some limited edition country united kingdom bullet t-shirts what else Cody
0: share the message Hell yeah! like i'm 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 on this kick where if if you see something that that we post that resonates with you that makes you proud to be a hunter um, like send it out to your non hunting friends. That's, that's the real goal of this whole damn thing is send it out. If, if you're a, if, if, if you're a woman hunter in your household and your husband doesn't hunt, make them share it on their Facebook or Instagram, get it out of the echo chamber. Um, because that's our goal. We, we th- this whole entire project of blood origins is to communicate a message to the non hunting public. Um, and we need your help sharing. And if, if you can't do anything with your, with your debit card or credit card for us, just share the message and get people, get it outside of the choir of Hunters because um, that's what
4: we need to, be, need to be doing. 100%. Thanks, Cable. Yes.
3: Thank you, guys. Well, that's it for today. I appreciate you listening, as always. Leave a review, share it with your friends, and most importantly, do what's right to convey the truth around hunting.
2: I'm Will Cooper, and you're listening to HuntStan's Make Your Mark podcast on the Waypoint Podcast Network. Stick around as I bring you more stories and interviews from veteran hunters and industry professionals who inspire us all to be better equipped in the woods and in life.